0: Making waves. Making
1: waves. Making waves.
0: Making waves. Making, Making waves. waves. Making waves. Making <laughs> waves. <laughs> Making
1: waves. <laughs> Making waves.
0: This is the Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Kaka. Kaka. This is so exciting. I can't believe it. We are here, our very first Making Waves VO Podcast presented by FullCompass.com. They know VO. I'm Kevin Kilpatrick in Nashville. And Bobby Maxwell in Cincinnati. This is exciting stuff, Bobby. We are proud to have on FullCompass.com as our flagship sponsor for the Making Waves VO Podcast. And uh, yeah, I mentioned all things audio for FullCompass.com. Go check them out. And we'll have a little bit more about that coming up in just a bit. But we've got a
1: great guest today, right, Bobby? Oh, I mean, we we have our new name, the Making Waves Vo Podcast. This person makes waves like daily. <laughs> Absolutely incredible, uh, just a staple in the business and a, a really truly good person.
0: Liz Atherton, we're going to be chatting with her in just a couple of moments. But Bobby, let's uh, let's uh, start by, wow, how did this all come about? How did the Making Waves Vo Podcast come about between you and I?
1: Well, it's interesting because we were. Um, MCVOP, or Middle Class VO Podcast, for, what, were we like four or five years, Kev?
0: Yeah, four to five years. Yeah.
1: Wow. And we actually were uh, with one of our guests on the podcast, and she questioned the name. She said, it doesn't really tell me much about you. And we pondered it for a good month or so and and said, you know what, it's just time to rebrand something that is truly about VO and, uh, you know, a a catchy name. And between the two of us came up with a pretty cool name, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And and the funny thing about is when we had, Bobby's referencing Maurice Tobias, and and she was the one that kind of was like, you know what, the straw that broke the camel's back in a way because we'd been pondering it uh, anyway. And uh, here we are. It it was just like, you know what, that was a sign, Uh, just like Ace of Base. We saw the sign, Bobby. And Here we are on the Making Waves (laughs) VO podcast and uh, we've got Liz coming up in just a little bit and uh, she's going to share a wonderful nightmare session story with us coming up. But Bobby, I wanted to find out how have you been um, as we enter the last quarter of the year? How how are you doing? Been staying busy?
1: I have, um, especially the past couple of weeks with political. It is the season. As you know, that's one of my favorite genres. And I attended a conference about political uh, and so I was reinvigorated and, and now really starting to uh, get some some choice jobs, but can't wait to a year from now when it's really, really election time.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's going to be gangbusters at the start of the new year coming up. And and Bobby, um, while we're on the subject of staying busy and working and such, I, I wanted to uh, share a little surprise with you. Okay. Okay. Um, Recently, I had a client ask uh, me for some suggestions on a voice for their weather channel, and guess who they selected?
1: What?
0: You got it, Bobby. You got that.
1: Hey, that is yeah. so cool.
0: Yeah. So, so it's cool. a independent weather channel. It's going to be online, and uh, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, the client is a, a great, great guy. And uh, you're going to have a blast working with him. And as soon as I heard your takes, the, the sample reads, I'm like, oh, my gosh. If he does not pick Bobby, I don't know oh, what's wrong thanks. with him. thanks. but yeah 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 and you had some stiff competition too i'm not going to mention any names but you did have some stiff competition but uh, ultimately they uh they wanted female and they wanted bobby so congrats on that gig
1: well thank you and thanks for that opportunity and suggesting me that's really cool i'm excited sure
0: well bobby that you know doing liners for like a weather channel that's your wheelhouse i mean that is like you know that's that's one of your many strengths. You have a lot of strengths, but that is uh one of them right there for sure. So, congrats oh, on thank that gig. thank you so much. You're welcome. You enjoy doing the promo type stuff, right?
1: Absolutely. I wish I could do more of it. I want to talk to Liz about that cuz <laughs> she she used to be a a agency CEO, so. Um, so what about you? What's going on with you lately?
0: Um, I am staying busy with automotive. Um, I haven't told you this, but um I recently signed an exclusive deal with one automotive agency. What? Um I know it is unheard of in our business and people are going to go Kevin my gosh you're going to you know exclude yourself from getting other work blah 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 but nobody knows the history like I know the history with this client and I've been with them since 2009. Um, They have me on, and, you know, I'm just, this is just numbers, you know, but I'm doing 50 or 60 markets a month with them. Wow. And they love the fact that, you know, I do the majority of their stuff, um, and they love the idea of not having my voice on any other local car spots.
1: Absolutely. Um, And I hope that because, because it's exclusive, you said, show me the money (laughs) money.
0: it was one of those kind of deals where i had to you know i had to crunch some numbers and i'm like this is what it would take and i'm just very lucky I'm very lucky that they were cool. Congratulations. With that. That's Thank so cool. You. Thank you. And I was like, dang, I might could have got a little bit more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
1: Didn't know. You?
0: But I'm I'm just very lucky. But just, you know, I've I've been uh, cultivating that relationship for over ten years now, like going approaching fifteen, really. But um it's Doesn't it's been all that about, long, wow. Yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there. Two thousand nine, but it's all about relationships and cultivating those relationships and taking care of clients. And then uh, they will take care of you. Now that being said, that I don't—that's ha- not all my eggs. You know, I've got a bunch of eggs and other baskets. <laughs> I'm diversified, like a portfolio, <laughs> like a good portfolio. <laughs> I'm diversified. Oh, you're diversified, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I should take that. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, just-
1: Think I know you more than most people. <laughs> yeah, you do.
0: You do. I'm I'm quite diverse. Um. Oh, and by the way, Bobby, before we get to Liz, um, I wanted to uh, share a story. Um. You know, in the end of September, I took a trip to Greece, and on that trip, I got to experience a Greece island emergency room firsthand. <laughs> uh, a what? very a very thorough. Uh, understanding of the greece uh uh, medical system Uh, oh no it's like a
1: nightmare you go to a foreign country (laughs) oh no
0: after we talk to liz i'll share that uh, story with you so that's coming up but uh, now ladies and gentlemen without further ado she ran a successful talent agency nearly 30 years and she is founder and ceo of cast voices it's liz atherton And so that's when I was duct taped to the bed, Bobby. And the other reason, I could never go back to Guatemala.
2: <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. Hi, Liz. Hi,
0: hi, Liz. How are you?
2: Well, I'm better now. I'm an early bird to meetings. None of this bullshit. So I'm sorry I'm late.
1: <laughs> You're fine. Hey, hey I got to tell you real quick. Speaking of late, Liz, I thought of you twenty minutes before we even started recording. I know how much you love animals, love love animals, especially your your doggy. So I let my dog out this morning, and he came in covered in manure from the garden. That's time for that tomato juice. Oh my god! I had a podcast to record, and he's my studio dog. There's no way I'm letting that dog in the studio with covered. It. He is he is like head to toe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why can't I see you guys?
2: Oh, because oh. I'm on the wrong screen. Well,
0: I have my camera off. So you oh, okay. know, that way maybe there won't be as much lag in the audio. Um, but that's all. But you can we can see your lovely face.
1: That's totally fine. And you can turn it off if you'd like. Hell
2: yeah, that way I can smoke. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, she's oh, not.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Got, hold on, hold on. I'm not technically astute. Uh, how do I turn me off? Well, I don't know. Never mind.
0: I can turn you <laughs> off. How about that? Boom, done.
2: Oh, Kevin, I have that I'm effect hurt. on the ladies. So, you can see where we're going with all this today. In preparation for today, I put on lipstick and I'm wearing my most favorite perfume. <laughs> And it has pheromones in it, so I don't know who the fuck I'm attracting in my own little house, but there you go. With that, I say I'm ready. Let's go. Is my audio okay? Yes, it (laughs) is
0: fine. Let's just get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, she ran a successful talent agency for nearly 30 years, and she is the founder and CEO of Cast Voices. It is Liz Atherton. Liz, how are you?
2: I'm fat, dumb, and happy. How are you?
0: <laughs> About the same.
2: Thanks. <laughs> well, good, good. We should get along just fine.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Liz, uh, you're here with uh, Bobby and I on the Making Waves video podcast, our premiere episode of the Making Waves video podcast. <gasps> uh, yes. I'm
2: so honored. I Seriously. know. We thought you would be thank the perfect you.
1: person. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Here, we, here we giddy up and go. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: Thanks for thank being with us. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Now, you, you clearly, you've got great experience in the world of voiceover. Uh, but I'm curious, how did you get started? What drew you to the world of voiceover?
2: So I burst some really cute kids. I put them with an agent. It didn't work out there. So another, another bigger agency went up for sale. I bought it with a friend. We partnered. I was a silent partner for a while. And that kicked off what was then known as Chow Talents. First talent agency to have a website. First talent agency to be operable, licensed in California without living there. Got a bunch of first stuff underneath all that. But anyway, um, also the first talent agency to have an interactive website where the talent could actually manage their own profiles. And uh, did that. I had great people that were repped. And I had even better people that worked with me. I had Jorge that ran on camera, and Jimmy eventually ran uh, the VO department, but I loved it, and we got to be top 1% on IMDB, so that was kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and we had offices in Louisiana and Atlanta, well, offices being that the really smart thing I did was I created voiceover IP offices before anybody else thought about it. Wow. So when you're calling me, I looked like I was in Cali or I looked like I was in Louisiana. <laughs> and there was no, de- there was no deceit, but it was just smart marketing in my part and we rocked it. And, but my love was always technical and I always felt I could somehow or another build a better mousetrap. And I conjoled my kid who is the most brilliant human I've ever met in my entire life, Nick Rousey. To head up the development of it, he's also an actor. He's actually been in some pretty Oscar-winning movies alongside starring George Clooney, um, The Descendants. That's his big claim to fame. But more than that, he he taught himself how to program and is the best in the world. And I kid you not. So we were all in. We finally got funding, and we launched Cast Voices. really as our MVP. And it's rocking and rolling. I'm so proud, so proud. I also... Horror stories live in that section, but <laughs> 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 you were asking, just saying. But um, I'm really excited because I got, and, I'll, and I don't mean to ban sing. If you want me to hush, I'll hush. No, no. Keep okay, on well, going. I'm really excited because um, I'm starting an initiative called Hire Human, which... I just think everybody ought to tag everything and everything and everywhere because AI is upon us. And <laughs> let me let me state that for some people who can't understand my absolutely beautiful operatic voice. AI is upon us. You know, oh, and, that's what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> but in my ever Broadway as anyway, um and people have varying opinions and I just mine is that we should be afraid. I mean, you've got companies like WPP investing $750 million in a program to create, you know, extraordinarily customized content by person, by region, with an AI voice, you know, and they're the largest media company in the world, one of them. So I'm trying to start this initiative which, look, we can't tell, we can't mandate that people buy human but what we can do is make it such a lovely messaging commodity that outside of whatever impact financially it may be to the budget it's the right thing to do it's the best thing to do etc and that's higher human and so uh yeah I think it's a different approach and I think if we just subliminally get in behind the minds of those that write those checks we've got you know, a shot, a different shot, not maybe a better shot, but combating the impact that AI is going to have on us. And so there is my entire story. And y'all can just thank me and see myself out.
1: <laughs> well, since you since you brought up higher Human, I wanted to throw this in there because I think you'll be so proud of it. I was recently at a political creatives conference in Washington, D.C., and one of the speakers, um, brought up AI and said that they have used AI in some of their political campaigns. And most, I would say probably 90, 95 percent of the rest of the people in the audience just groaned. Um, and, and these are the consultants and the strategists. And there were, there were a lot of VO talent there as well. And um, it got into a kind of back and forth. And they the people who were in the audience basically said, especially with political It's such an emotional genre with the attack ads, with the heartfelt messages. AI can never do that. And I was thinking, this is what we need. We need anybody in the industry that's hiring to hear this because it was so appropriate.
2: It is so appropriate. But again, Bobby, you and I and all our Facebook lovers and everybody listening to this podcast, maybe maybe there's somewhere in there we aren't necessarily the one hiring AI, right? Right, right. Or paying for AI. And I am so in love with the NAVA organization for what they're doing to protect voices that are out there now. Right? Oh, yeah. Um. So I love that there's a, a movement to do that. But reality check. While we can go protect what is out there, it is what is coming our way that is where my concern lives.
1: Hang around. We'll be back shortly.
0: Ah, you're listening to the Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Me? Oh, I'm Joe Cipriano, and I'm here for the popcorn. Bobby, if there's one thing we voice actors love, it's getting new gear. Am I right?
1: Not only getting new gear, but talking about a gear in particular. I have a a VO meetup group here in my area, and one of the uh, newer people is At that point where she's buying gear and she's like, "What? Where should I even start?" And I actually send her to fullcompass.com, and in particular a mic that I've heard great things about. Are you familiar with the Shure SM7DB, Kev?
0: I am. It is a legendary microphone that they have taken to the next level. The Shure SM7DB takes the legendary performance of the Shure SM7B mic and improves it by adding a built-in active preamp. It removes the need for any additional hardware. And it makes the most of the mic's capabilities.
1: And it provides a flat, wide range frequency response for that clean, natural reproduction of music and speech.
0: Also, it delivers warm, smooth audio for vocal and studio applications. Smooth.
1: <laughs> and the convenient <laughs> preamp bypass switch allows the user to revert to the original SM7B performance if you need that. And
0: sometimes, Bobby, we get a little close to B, pa, 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 pa. <laughs> it has a built-in uh, pop filter that eliminates nice. the need for add-on protection against breath sounds and pop pop, pop, pop popping
1: <laughs> The two of our... Worst evils, aren't they? Exactly. And also, you get the internal air suspension shock isolation, and that eliminates that mechanical noise transmission you get sometimes. It's all in the Shure SM7DB. Great microphone.
0: Check it out right now at fullcompass.com. Fullcompass.com. Bobby, what else is going on
1: there? They've got this fall clearance sale going on, and if you love a bargain, and as a woman, I love a bargain, as anybody you love a bargain, you can save up to 50% on things like mics, interfaces, monitors, and select other equipment. It's the fall clearance sale. Uh, Save up to 50%, not bad.
0: Not bad at all. Visit them online, fullcompass.com, fullcompass.com, they know, V-O.
1: And now back to making waves.
0: We're chatting with Liz Atherton of Cast Voices, and Liz, you know, we're talking about AI, but uh, you've been doing this a long time. Besides AI, what are some of the biggest shifts or changes that you've seen in voiceover over the years?
2: Well, there's a sure a lot more of these. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we can certainly dissect why that happened, you know, uh, because suddenly we were in a pandemic and that's when the the exponential growth. I mean, even so. I mean, I've got a business case, a live business case, because we also have other verticals in our business. Right. And which means I need to know numbers like how many talent are there estimated worldwide? What's this impact of and what's the TAM of on camera? And there's a million of you. Okay. And that number was, and that doesn't really include India or China. Okay. Wow. Wow. And they may or may not compete because of just regional dialects, et cetera. But um, there's a lot of people trying to do voiceover and then the pandemic hit. So all the people that were on the fence suddenly had time and maybe resources to make it happen. And there's some really good people out there. And then, so that's the the impact. So suddenly there's a lot more of you. And the business model for uh, the VO, <clears throat> one side note, Liz, Liz stomp ground here, is you guys are entrepreneurs and you absolutely must treat your business like an entrepreneur. And mm. I can talk about that for 10 hours, but let's just come back to this point here. <laughs> suddenly a lot of you got in it <clears throat> And a lot of you are teaching you how to get in it, and the barrier to entry is low. It's it, it, it's really talent and uh equipment, because people can step right in and be really good. You don't want them to be, because you're like, hey man, I've been doing this ten years. Pick me! But it affected the pool, and then the pay to play. And I am pro pay to play. I Of course. People call mine one. It's not because you can be on there free and have equal opportunity for for being cast. But the business model is you got to go find your work. So you guys in droves are hitting up everybody, you know, everybody. And so an easy avenue to keep you in the loop are these job platforms. And personally, I think you should invest every penny you can. Stand by one second. Penny? No.
0: <laughs> Sorry. So, so when you said invest every penny, did your dog perk
2: up? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that may have been what it was. I'm serious? I'm like,
0: how did this oh, happen? Oh,
2: okay.
1: That's a good I, catch, kev I didn't catch that. That's a good catch. I, I can uh,
0: be smart now and then.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, it's a big, long answer, but these are trends that have changed the talent pool, and you know, like when you're on these platforms, you can't dictate the jobs. But what you ought to do is treat it as a marketing expense because you got somebody out there. You may not like them. You may not like their rates. Don't use them. Find somebody else. They may not have enough. You just find somebody else. But these platforms bring you auditions every single day. (laughs) And outside of that, especially if you are not just an astute salesperson. I mean, I talk about your C-suite, and that's where all your decisions should be, up in your cranium, not your heart, where your actors are, but your cranium, you got your CEO, your CFO, you've got your sales who should make the most money, and then you have, you know, continuing education and those kinds of things, but you also have an agent sitting up in your, your C-suite there that should be managing all the voices or, or, or everything that you have. And your C-suite makes a decision if they're going to hand it over to the agent also sitting up there to then turn around and see which character you want to submit for each role. More characters you have, more opportunities you have. But all of this, I'm sorry, I kind of got off track there, but all of this plays into this business world of voiceover. And it is not for the meek. It -hmm. is extraordinarily competitive Mm -hmm. and you have to be good. Um and you have to have a home studio that's 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 banging it, you know. You just gotta have all those things.
1: Does Cast Voices have any kind of security gate? I mean, as far as if you have somebody who's ultra newbie, that you can hear it. Yeah, they're... we do. Okay. But it's was, very but it's
2: it. not big. It's not big. Um, but you do have to have a demo. You do have to have a demo. But here's the thing. I will tell you because I'm doing a lot of casting on it. Okay, so that's the gate is you have to have it because we Because okay. most of our, I mean, we have very few people that are actually using our paid subscriptions. I wish we had more. It sure helps business. But the reality is it's, most of them are free anyway. And uh, the auditions on Cast Voices, like everywhere, but ours is just really visible. I can put out there that I want 400 auditions. And I'm doing that because I want to listen to the talent base, right? Because I also have a vested interest in everybody being good. And so I'll go through all these auditions, but I send out something that's juicy. And there are people living in their booths who get that audition in and they fill up the lion's share of the auditions, which is great. And then you get, you would ask me about horror stories. You get things like where somebody took a Texas-based business copy, translated it into Japanese, and submitted it in Japanese.
1: Really? <laughs> what? Oh,
2: yes. And I i was just kind of, huh? And he's done it many more times. Just FYI. <laughs> and, and, and mad respect, dude. Mad respect. You got my attention.
0: You, you stood I, out. That's
2: true. You stood out. <laughs> I can't. I did the first time I actually forwarded it on to my clients because not out of making fun, but just out of. Now that's that's an, that's an approach. The you
1: know? <laughs> thing is but... what is he really saying in Mandarin?
2: <laughs> there you go. It could I could be having an erotic novel for all exactly. I know. Exactly. got to go to la la la. has fallen in love with Nicole.
0: Haha. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is Katie Lee, and you've got the best VO podcast in all the land right here—the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin and Bobby. Enjoy!
0: And, and we are going to have a, a actual nightmare session kind of story from Liz coming up in just a little bit. Uh, we're talking with Liz Atherton, and she is the CEO of Cast Voices. And and I'm going to hand the the table over to Bobby right now because I know she has a burning question for you, Liz.
2: I'm ready. <laughs>
1: So, I'm ready. So there's the cast voices part of your your business or your life cuz I'm sure it takes up your life. Um, but I love that your did you hear did you hear that I had a little twang every time I get around somebody with a, <laughs> a, a southern accent. <laughs> it's kind of snoops in there. She got um, texts all over her. I did. What yeah, accent. Um <laughs> like, I'm kidding. You are such an advocate for talent in in so many ways. We just did a workshop a few weeks ago, the second chance at a first impression, which you kinda covered a few minutes ago about having those ultra different reads when you give two reads. But uh, um, yeah. like tell us tell us about your little fifteen minute coaching sessions or question sessions that you actually have the proceeds go to Nava and other organizations.
2: Oh, and they're actually thirty, but I can tell you that they most of them last an hour. But
1: oh no I, wonder! I thought it was fifteen. <laughs>
2: no, no, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, no. I really believe in Nava. I believe in Nava because it it is a coalescent. Making of the VO community, and that probably made no grammatical sense, but it sure sounded good. <laughs> but it it, it, brings, it brings it brings the it brings the community together in a professional, not union, but more to me a colloquium kind of way, and I love that. And you may not always agree, or you might always agree with wherever they're headed with their direction. But I respect their board. I respect the people that are in the ancillary positions at the organization. And I love what they do. So that's one of the organizations. And the other organization, if you guys aren't already donating to GBAA, get out your credit card right now. Because <laughs> you are all using their rate guide. You are. Yeah. Yeah, we if are. you aren't, and <laughs> if you're not, then you are a newbie. you know, in the discussion. And I just think what they're doing. I know, listen, when I was an agent, they'd call me and they'd ask opinions and they really keep up on that stuff. And uh, I've now gotten my clients at these huge firms to use it as their basis. Anyway, if you donate to GVAA, you can also, for either one of those organizations, I'm not going to look over your shoulder. I'm not going to go check. Listen, karma is much meaner than I am. But you can then go on my Calendly and schedule time with me for 30 minutes. And uh, I don't ask you anything other than say, hey, what can we talk about? And it's been really good, I feel, because I kind of come from an intuition-based conversational approach. And sometimes people want you to hear their demo, but what they really want to know is am I doing the right thing? Right? That's yeah. what they want to know. Always. Or or you know, they're they've been they feel like such a failure because they're seeing everybody post all of their stuff on social media. And I'm over here going, okay, one, step away from the imposter syndrome. You got this. I promise you, you've got this. And two, listen, you know, celebrate those people that are posting those roles. Don't don't get upset or don't get intimidated. You have no idea. If anybody in their immediate circle gives a crap what they're doing or even knows because they, they work out of a booth, you know, uh-huh. a closet. And maybe they need that validation by saying, hey, I booked this. <coughs> Pardon me. And hey, I booked that. But don't let it affect your drive. Because remember, back up to the CEO stuff. That's where you're making your decisions. And just look at that and say, well, that's an interesting strategy or need but I'm not gonna let it put any stink on me because I'm good with what I'm doing.
0: In the Making Waves VO Podcast, we'll be right back. What's up, what's up, what's up? This your boy, Trey Mo. I'm sorry, Trey Mosley. And this is the Making Waves VO Podcast with Double K, Kevin Kilpatrick, and my girl, Bobby Maxwell. As a voice actor, you wanna focus on what's important, right? Like pulling off the perfect read. You don't want to stress about tech stuff. That's why Full Compass is in your corner. With 50 years' experience in pro audio, Full Compass has everything we voice actors need. Mics, headphones, monitors, mixers, interfaces, DAWs, all the goodies. And their certified product experts help with everything they sell. Plus, you can get free same-day shipping, flexible financing, oh, and a low-price guarantee. See it all at FullCompass.com. FullCompass.com. They Know V.O.
1: Now back to the podcast.
0: Liz, it's time. Let's uh, dust off one of those horror stories that we've all gone through. We call it a nightmare session story. It it could be a casting. It could be a relationship you had with somebody. Uh, But from what I understand, you teased it earlier that you do have a uh, nightmare-related story or nightmare-related session that you can share with us.
1: Nightmare Nightmare Sessions. sessions.
0: And it's about me. Oh! Oh! The worst offender ourselves. (laughs) Oh my god,
2: it is so bad. It's so bad. So, I... Oh God, okay. Mm. <laughs> to, to relive it is just it's my PTSD. Are you start
0: twitching? <laughs>
2: yeah, I already am, I already am dancing in the seat. Anyway, so as part of the, my business, um, while I love the VO community and I am so tickled and honored. I have no idea how I got to be where I'm at, but I love my place in our community. Um, it makes me feel very connected. But my real job right now is to find funding for my company because we want to build out cast actors, which is an on-camera version of cast voices, where there's a million voiceover talent. There's 83 million actors, oh, wow. and, and they don't ha- and they don't they only get work through online platforms. And now that everything's gone almost exclusively online, they also pay two dollars each upload, and there's about a million of those a day going across platforms. And if I just pick up a little of that, anyway, yeah. so I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, you know, that's, that's how, you know, an entrepreneur because they absolutely lose sight of where they are and just kind of go into their pitch. But Squirrel. <laughs> why, why didn't that make up a little bit? Liz here, let's go back over here. Um, I, I pitched this to investment firms, to family offices, to contests, And this platform reached out and said, Hey, you want to pitch? I said Sure one, they wanted me to follow their layout of a pitch deck. Two, they wanted me to manage the pitch deck while I was delivering it. Three, my laptop camera is in the bottom left-hand corner of my computer, so it gives them a beautiful picture of my chest cavity.
0: I was going to say... I was gonna say uh, your just, nose cavity.
1: Just say it, Liz.
2: Kitties. <laughs> so, uh. uh. so I have to do it through my phone, so I bring on Nick to manage the the whatever it is. Uh, deck, the visual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's to five men who they're part of what i call oh god i'm a, i shoot myself in the video but the bald white men's club oh you know, they're- yeah <laughs> i was wondering how are you were gonna
0: phrase that but i knew exactly where you're
2: going <laughs> i was gonna say the good old um, boys club well you know they're all that they're all sitting there as investors and advisors right and that's part of the lure is like, oh, man, I might pick up somebody that thinks it's interesting. That's why I on this one actually paid money. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to kick it off. And Nick can't think with me. And there comes a knock at my door. Oh, no. And my neighbor is having a mental breakdown. Oh, and I'm following her with my phone, not realizing I'm still alive. Oh, no. <laughs> and my dog is doing crazy. And I'm like, oh, fuck. In front of 400 <laughs> people. the <laughs> phone back down, somehow or another, get back into it. And I'm pretty sure it's their worst score on record. <laughs> and, and they proceeded to school me, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh. Yeah. Let's see is and, what you get. <laughs> and yeah, and then they invited me back. If that wasn't hard enough, and I said, "I ain't paying you a damn cent to come." To
0: Maybe you should have <laughs> stuck with the laptop view, Liz.
2: I mean, it was so that's I don't think I mean I'm sure there's some DO out there um who can outdo that story. I mean, I wanna write a movie where you've got two on camera talent and they both (laughs) have the same name and one is a huge, nasty narcissistic star and the other is Somebody who has aspirations to being wonderful. And the uh, the van picks them up and takes them to each is to each is wrong set. So the meek girl is uh. starring in a movie <laughs> for the day. And the bitch is over here, you know in some like mud wrestling commercial. <laughs> Somebody's gonna scoop that idea up. Yeah. Well, I hope they do because I think it's friggin' brilliant, and I think it just tells the story of redemption. Because at some point, you know, they figure it all out and they, you know, learn something. And then it—I so, don't want it too Hallmarky, but you know,
1: I'm just curious. So Nick was—he was seeing all this happen as it was unfolding, right? And, seeing all what happened. Your story with your nightmare session. Oh, God, yes. And as a son, I can just see him going, oh, mom. No,
2: no, 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 no. no. He just texted me. He was awesome. All he did was text me and say, they suck. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Nice. He
0: supports mom.
2: (laughs) Oh, 100%. And I mean, and here's the thing. I pitch really well. I've won... Contests, I've won awards, but I can also, you know, just like Vos, you can get out there and, you know, you know everything that can does day, and we've all had them, you know, and that was one of those sessions, oh. Oh, and it's live, li- it's live and out there somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's live. I, go-
2: I can't go look. <laughs> it's just like, oh, anyway. Penny, Liz, before
0: no. we wrap things up, um, one final question for you from me, and I don't know if Bobby has one too. But um, no, what can we voice actors do to be more successful? Not necessarily booking gigs, but what can we do to be more successful to help that bottom line?
2: I think ultimately you have to remember that you're a business. And it, and just one second, Penny. No, sorry, sorry, bad sorry. Penny.
1: See, Kevin said bottom line and she heard
2: Penny. (laughs) Oh, that's exactly right. That is right. Um, Bottom line is that you have to treat it as a business and you have to set goals and you have to set benchmarks and you have to track your progress and you have to do that understanding whatever your mission and goals are. If your mission and goals are to make a hundred plus thousand dollars a year, you got to do some pretty aggressive sales and marketing and you have to own that right up front. It is not magically going to be handed to you. Oh, you have a great voice. Oh, well, you should do voiceover. It just doesn't happen that way. You know, you work for that. And I don't know that people really get it. Stand by. I'm going to let her outside because I know y'all can hear that. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I'll come back to it. Let's go outside.
0: Who let the dogs out? (laughs) Yeah,
2: me, me. (laughs) And she's because she is just going to make me go loony tunes. She can't stand if there's a guy next door that she can't go really bark at. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. He, he may come and get me here in a minute. Um, so, treat it as a business. That is, if you do that and you set metrics and you set up stuff, then you start to clearly understand, oh, God, she came in. I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, it's um, Okay. Okay, okay, But then you start to better understand how if your business is a viable business or not. And if your goal is just to book a couple of things here and there, then knock yourself out. You know, but if your goal is to run a business, you need to run it as a business. And uh, I think that will help your bottom line. I think making sure your um, mental health is good. You work in a closet all day. You do. People (laughs) around you probably have zero appreciation for what it is that you do. And especially if you're in the beginning phases of your entrepreneurdom with this business, you know, you're so laser focused on getting that done that a lot of people around you can, you know, be felt be feeling left out and that can change dynamics. So that, um, you know, hard. You can put your finger on it. Do it. Subscribe to every job placement platform out there that you can afford. Um, I'm I know that goes against the grain of a lot of other people's advice. If their advice resonates with you, then follow it. In my mind, especially for the new and when a when a producer wants to find a talent, they're gonna to go to the least difficult way to get there. They're gonna hire a casting director or they're gonna post it themselves on a the platform. Yes, they're they are,
1: yeah.
2: Yes, yes. And even I mean, that's the only way you get work in on camera is by being on one of two platforms. That's the only way you get work. You might get free or low pay work on some public posting, but uh -uh. casting directors are the ones that hire people to work in on camera. And in voiceover, same kind of casting director mentality, they know that they can get. Good reads out there on platforms are like mine. This true story. This guy emailed um, my referral to him and said, man, they've got some great voices on that platform. You know, that's not anything I can say who it was or post or things like that. But that's that's very validating. Mm -hmm. But if you've got money to spend. You know, go to voices, don't voice one, two, three. If you agree with everything that happens over there, go to the other ones, go to cast voices. Let somebody help you build your base. And at some point you won't need that anymore. You hope because you're also going to be making contacts and stuff like that. I mean, but all this is just basic VO one-on-one. I don't know if it's really some magic bean that you can plant, you know, in a stalk to, you know, financial freedom grows outside your door. I just don't, I, I just think it all depends on how you want to run your business.
1: And it's, everything's changed. I mean, what you're saying today huh. is not valid 10 years ago
2: gosh not even four years ago yeah yeah you know I mean it's just and as a business owner you have to learn to evolve and you know that's again not to circle back to AI because you know I beat that horse to death but you have that you have to look at your landscape and see where you're willing to put in the effort to make sure that you get to the other side and You know, again, it's all about running a business, especially entrepreneurs. Man, I'm one. You can get hit with a lot of minutiae that just stops you in your tracks. And you got to figure out, am I going to keep going forward? You know, and when you're convinced that what you got going is worth going, there's no stopping you. At least that's my experience. You know, you can't just magically say, poof, today I am a successful B.O because why you got a million other people also going, and you, you gotta, you know, you gotta be worth your salt. You just have to.
0: Love it. Liz Atherton. Thank you so much for joining us. If somebody had questions about cast voices, how might they reach you?
2: Uh, I would send them to castactors.com. There's all sorts of ways to reach us there, but you can also look over our platforms and go to Cast Voices. You can create a free profile. If you just have questions for me, um, one, you can make, schedule time with me via my LinkedIn post that we talked about earlier, um, or you can find me on social media. But I warn you, my public social media is quite a reference. But you're
1: welcome <laughs> yeah. to come giggle. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love it. You're welcome to come giggle along.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Love it. Thanks thank so you. much,
1: Liz. This is my definitely... pleasure.
0: Thanks for being our first guest on the Making cool. Ways VO podcast. It was great.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm incredibly You're honored. Welcome. It is what I live for. You guys are awesome.
0: Oh, good stuff, Bobby. Good stuff, Liz. What a what a treasure she is. Uh she's hilarious. She tells it like it is. <laughs> and uh that's it's refreshing in the voiceover world, you know, to to have not you know, because we we run across folks that will tell it like it is, but not with the charm and personality that Liz has.
1: She has her little things. <laughs> she calls them Lizdoms, and I I love that because they are just uniquely her. She's not putting on any airs at all
0: this is the making waves video podcast with kevin Kilpatrick and bobby maxwell i am the other hand Amir am eric romanowski of ear-blowing audio and i don't know the first thing about podcasts other than that you should keep listening to this one great having liz on um, i'm going to um turn on the camera now okay and, and you'll turn your camera on okay okay all right here we go
1: I'm scared. Hi.
0: Can you Hi. see me? How's it going? I can.
1: With your Razorbacks t-shirt on.
0: Woo pig suey. <laughs> so ask me how Grease was.
1: How was Grease? Oh, Kev. What happened?
0: I'm showing Bobby my cast on my left arm. Um. <laughs>
1: what did you do? Were you drunk?
0: No. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh gosh, Bob. it's it's a long story, but it is a crazy story. Um and it it all comes down to voiceover and I'm going to I'm going to wrap it up uh, with how it pertains to voiceover at the end. Um but we had uh, had lunch. Our our, our group of were uh, five people. We had lunch and we're on the way back to our villa and we decide to stop for a coffee and you rent on this island of Paros, Greece. Everybody rents ATVs. Uh, mopeds, uh, dune buggies, etc. So Deborah oh, and I boy. were on an ATV, a four wheeler. Um, Crystal, our friend, was on a moped. She was riding behind us after we had already picked up our coffees, and we hit this curve. And then all of a sudden, we hear this awful scraping sound and this "oh, oh," and we look in the rear view mirror, and poor Crystal it has. Uh, lost control of her moped she is sliding down the highway the moped runs her over oh and it is it's bad and deborah oh, no. is going oh f oh f we pull over really quick the most uh crazy thing about this the godsend about this is there was an ambulance passing in the opposite direction at the exact moment this happened oh wow yeah um we get pulled over we rush over to crystal And we drag her out of the road because she's still on the road as
1: big trucks are
0: coming. And we drag her to the side of the grass. Now, the side of the road here in Greece, uh, it's only about three to four feet wide. And there's a guardrail to stop you from going over the cliffside, basically. Um, And she's in such pain, such pain. She's got road rash all over her. Her head's bleeding. They they bring the stretcher over, the, the hard stretcher thing, whatever that's called. And they get her on it. She's fighting, going to the hospital. She's like, no, I'll be fine. We're like, Crystal, you're bleeding from your head. You're going to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. Um, And finally, man, these guys were on it. They bandaged her head really quick. They stabilized her neck. They stabilized her on this uh, stretcher board thing. They get her in the ambulance, and off they go. And Deborah goes, all right, I'm going to take the ATV and follow the ambulance to the hospital. Kevin, you get her scooter, and you and Josh, oh, this is another friend, um, and take the scooter back to the villa. And I'm like, I've not been on a scooter since I was like 14 or 15 years old. Haven't been on a moped since then, and that's what it is. It's a moped. It's 125 cc. Still plenty of power. And I'm like, I'll I'll see what I can do. Um, so this is. I'm a, surprised
1: it was running still.
0: <laughs> yeah, it ran fine. The plastic is all busted up all over it. Um, you know, the mirrors are gone. The front plastic over the wheel is gone. It just It's pretty mangled, but it's still drivable. Now, this is a busy little highway, and it's a twisty little highway. I get on this thing. I get it started. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm hitting the accelerator a little bit. Just try to get used to it and get used to the brake just a little bit. Haven't been on one since I was 15 years old. As soon as I start going, a car is coming, so I have to rev up that throttle, and then as soon as I hit that throttle, I pulled it too hard. And it gets going out of control, Bobby. And I run into a knee-high wall across the road. And at this point, uh, I was fully accelerated because I was trying to steer it. And then throttle is on the steering, and I got it goes just out of control. I hit this three-foot brick wall. I go flying over the handlebars into another brick wall with my shoulder. And oh the, no! And then my head goes through a wooden door, <gasps> what? through a wooden door. I'm not joking. Um, and then uh, I am I see that big bright flash of light when you hit your head really hard. and Bobby, when I was Superman airborne, I was like, this is not good. I was I was honestly scared um, and I'm not you know, I'm not a sissy. I'm pretty tough. I've played sports my whole life, had a lot of injuries, but this this scared me. I get up and I'm just screaming or I'm just groggily going, oh, F, oh, F, oh, F. And my friend Josh comes over, who's an orthopedic nurse, and he's like, dude, let's get you up. Like, tell me what's going on. I'm like, I'm super dizzy, man. And I was uh, about to fall over from dizziness. I could barely stand up. My left hamstring was pulled. My right shoulder was killing me. Um, My head was hurting like crazy. And then I said like, and my, then my wrist is kind of hurt. And he looked at my wrist and he goes, dude, there's something wrong with your wrist. Um, I'm like, all right, all right, like, what do we do? And he's like, look, let's slowly walk up, get you on the scooter, my scooter on the back, and we're going to get you to the hospital too. So that's what I did. Um, so I got a concussion. A, I was just going to
1: ask you. Yeah. It sounds like a concussion.
0: Concussion. Broken toe on my right foot. Um, oh my god! A left hamstring strain, sprained back, deep contusion on my right, right shoulder, and a broken radius on my left arm. Oh. Yeah. W- hey. Where?
1: When did this happen in your vacation? Like uh,
0: the, right in the midway point. The oh. the Monday. Um. So the Monday of the beginning of the second week that we were there, and it's socialized medicine there. So they were taking care of our poor friend Crystal. She was in pretty bad shape, Um, but thankfully she had no broken bones, but she also had a concussion. They had to put like a half a dozen stitches in her head. She had road rash like crazy. And then again, it was socialized medicine. So I did not get seen that day. We stayed, Deborah and I stayed till about 8 o'clock p.m. And I'm like, you know, and this people just kept coming in with injury after injury and sick babies. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be seen before a sick baby and I don't want to be. And so I'm like, I'll just come back early the next morning. My friend Josh, again, at the orthopedic nurse, he's like pretty sure. He's like, dude, I think your shit's broke. I'm like, yeah, I'll just come in. I'll tough it out through the night. Came in the next morning. I was the first one to be seen by the doctor. And then I was like the sixth one to be x-rayed. And then long story short, I got there about 7.15. About 11, I finally got a temporary cast. Um, But yeah, my shit was broke. Um, <laughs> so you're the
1: te- the temporary cast the rest of the week, you didn't get that, Correct. this one, until... Yeah, until...
0: and so I got the one that you just saw, on this one that you see in the video, I got this one yesterday, which is another temporary, and the ortho here in Nashville were like, dude, they put that on way too tight, and I'm like, yeah, kind of, because I've been without much feeling my thumb the whole week, um, yeah. and I think I'm starting to get the feeling back a little bit at this point in time but then i get my uh, forever cast uh a w- in next week. So um, how long does that
1: have to stay on?
0: Uh about 8 weeks.
1: Oh wow. Are you left or right-handed?
0: I'm right-handed. So oh, good. So at least i can still use the mouse. Uh the editing kind of sucks though because i do use my left hand a lot for editing, you know the mm-hmm. keyboard clicks and this. And people are so nosy, Bobby, at the airport, just people left and right were asking me, "What happened? What happened?" And then one guy, uh, a guy from Florida, this is in Athens, Greece, at the airport. He goes, are "You right or left-handed?" I'm like, "I'm right-handed." <clears throat> He's like, "Good, because it sure sucks wiping your ass with the opposite hand."
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> wow. And I'm like, "How's your head?" I mean, concussions are—it's are
0: it's fine so now. Scary. I was dizzy for two hours straight. Um, you know, the first two hours, I was wobbly standing up. Uh, again, I was dizzy, uh, but it, you know, it subsided. Yeah. And by the and what's the day,
1: moral of this lesson, Kevin?
0: The moral of this lesson is don't try to be a hero. Like, like <laughs> I was like, I should have said, no, I'm not getting on that dumb thing. I haven't been on one since I was 15 years old. Um, or
1: don't ride them to begin with.
0: Yeah. Especially in a foreign country. <laughs> yeah. But we had our ATV and it was fine. Uh, we had a good time on the eight, the four wheeler. It was great. Um, but yeah, the, the moped, no go, no go. Um, yeah, and I, I was trying to, <laughs> and I'm really stretching this to tie it into voiceover, but now that I've had that kind of harrowing, harrowing experience, um, that's some emotions that I can tap into. Like if I ever have to do something where I'm scared or frightened or like, or, you know, if, if there's like a concerned parent vibe that I've got to convey, mm-hmm. you know, all I got to do is channel that moment into thinking about my kids and then I'll be able to be better tapped into that voiceover moment. You know, it is it it was a harrowing experience. Like I said, I was I was pretty scared. Midair Superman going towards that wall. Um, <sighs> but it was uh yeah, I'm just thankful because it could have been a lot worse. And I'm uh,
1: thankful that you're okay too. Thank wow. You.
0: Thank you very much. You're
1: you're a great storyteller. You had me like on the edge of my seat the whole time. So oh.
0: Bless your heart. Well, believe me, I was on the edge of my seat and then I wasn't, and then I was into a wall. Oh <laughs> my
1: gosh.
0: Oh. oh and of God. course, uh, you know, Deborah had gone to the hospital with our other friend Audrey, um, who is Josh's wife. And so they went together. And then Josh, you know, after my, he kind of saw it happen and then he, He saw me hit that little knee-high wall, and then I disappeared because the the wall that I hit was lower, so the the little knee-high wall was in front of these steps that go down to the entrance of this church, which was kind of downstairs. So in addition to hitting the wall, I had like about an eight-foot drop onto the concrete below. Gosh. Uh, I know. I know. It was, uh, and my back is still a little sore. But they're like it's just going to be kind of a sprain, kind of a whiplashy kind yeah. of a vibe. So um,
1: how was Greece, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Greece other was other than a story you'll tell for the rest of your life. Yeah,
0: Greece was amazing. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Uh, just uh, epic photograph after after epic photograph. We did a catamaran tour. We did uh, some open water fishing. We didn't have much luck. We caught a bunch of small fish, uh, but we did run the nets with these fishermen. This Greek uh, brother and sister, they were amazing. And they fed us the fish that they caught out of these nets, uh, including some octopus. Uh, It was just, it was remarkable, that part. And then we went on Santorini Island, uh, and people that listen may be aware, but there is a uh, epic hike that you can go on from the uh, village of uh, fira which we were staying at all the way to the village of Ia and this happened after my break but I was so pumped with adrenaline to do the hike it was amazing it, it hurt because my arm was jostling up and down uh, but I you know just kept popping the Advil like chicklets and it kept helping it but that was uh that was uh, one of my favorite parts was that hike because it was all like... You know, isle- uh, cliffside, you know, you were safe the whole way, yeah. but it just, you were walking along the uh, seashore the whole time on these cliffs and it was just stunning, stunning. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some pictures that you can see. Yeah, definitely so.
1: do. When I first saw that and you said Greece, I was thinking, whenever you see pictures of Greece, you just see the cliffs, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the balconies. And I thought, oh no, drunk Kevin. <laughs> oh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> falling. Not falling this over. time. Not this time. (laughs) Welcome home.
0: Yeah, exactly. Kevin, did you bring home some souvenirs? Yes. Fractures. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Bobby, what do you think? uh, A pretty successful first episode of the Making Waves VO podcast?
1: It was making waves. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I
0: think so, too. Uh, We have many more great episodes to come. We're going to be coming at you all the time with some great guests. And uh, we can't wait. And uh, make sure you like us, subscribe, and all those good things. The Making Waves VO podcast presented by FullCompass.com. They know VO.
1: Talk to you soon.
0: The Making Waves VO Podcast is produced by K2 Media Productions with hosts Kevin Gilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Sound design and editing by Jason Traver. Production assistance by Lacey Deline. Publicity and social media by Shannon Scott and Silas Phillips. Be sure to subscribe to the Making Waves VO Podcast on your favorite platform. For all episodes, merchandise, gear, and more, visit makingwavesvo.com. Until next time, I'm AJ McKay. Keep making waves.